Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Killer Collab podcast. My name is Tony Deaf from Florida, Tony D. As always, I'm joined with Chris Leto from Reaper Films. How y'all doing? Dude! So early. Yeah, it is. It's very early. Like at a restaurant till 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, I didn't get home till 4 o'clock this morning. That's ridiculous. What? Yeah, it, it happens. Like, why it, that's you? my life. It's my life. I can't do nothing about it. And ladies and gentlemen, in the studio, we have Joe Davison. Joe Davison, how are we? Where am I waving? Uh, uh, the camera right in front. Right, right, right. I right. It was right, I'm right, like, like, right here in this area. Let me circle it. Right. I can see it in my screen. No. <laughs> do you want left or right? <laughs> Whatever profile you prefer. Chris has a good side, apparently. I don't know. He he, he fights me on it, but I, I, I can't find his good well, side. I, I don't want everybody looking at the back of my back. head. Thank God, my. I don't, I'm just a round side. There's no good side. It's all just kind of the same oval shape. <laughs> <laughs> oval. So, Joe Davison, let's tell, yes. tell our audience a little bit about yourself. If there's a lot of people who aren't familiar with you, uh, just in case, they uh, just fill in the gaps. Well, I don't know. Uh, I like to go skiing in the summer and. Long watches at walks on the beach? Yes, swimming <laughs> in the winter. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm a filmmaker, actor, producer, director. Uh, I've directed eight features, I think. Uh, I've written 30 14. Years. 14, I have. All right. Uh, oh, features. Yeah, I, 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 like, I was all your shorts to you, I guess. I don't know. 14. Uh, yeah, maybe. Plus, well, and music videos and stuff like that, but whatever. Those are fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm a writer and uh, I'm an actor. I, I was on Stranger Things for a hot little minute and then uh, I've done a bunch of movies. Horror film, mostly. Horror. horror comedy specifically. That's all we have on here is horror people. Yeah, we do a lot of horror. horror. <laughs> we don't have bullshit comedy. I, well, that explains the dungeon when I walked in. <laughs> no, that's that's for the the effect. That's for the effect. It's, it's that's like, the mood. He's like, come on in, and he shuts the door. It's complete pitch black. Come on like, in. This is where I die. You should probably put a light in up there in the I, front. I Why? Well, I wanted to look like hostile. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, I thought for sure. I, I went on immediate defensive. Of like, I'm going to get knifed. Wait for it. Wait Where's for the it. voice behind the wall? Yeah. Come to the wall. What does the wall feel like? Just keep feeling the wall. Keep feeling the wall. The <laughs> Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Oh, man. So, do you have any projects that you're working on now? Uh, well, I just finished up a feature film we shot in L.A. called Sorority of the Dam. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sorority uh, of the Dam. That was pretty fun, man. It had uh, an amazing actress by the name of Felissa Rose. You know, that you sounds familiar. That yeah. sounds familiar. I, do, do, do we know who that is? We just had her on last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, like to, I always preface it with... The most amazingly beautiful Felissa Rose. She was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She was definitely awesome. And then we throw rose petals as she walks in. <laughs> the black, rose. black rose petals. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mistress of darkness. Yes. So how long Sarah, was that shoot? Sarah French was in that as well, right? Sarah French was in that. She's <laughs> also amazing. Uh, I love her just as much, man. She is very talented. She, uh, you guys will not believe uh, her, when you see her in the movie, she, her fighting is awesome. So she's great now. She's great. That's cool. How long was that that shoot? Uh, well, it's a little different for me because I was out there. Um, I don't even know when we shot it. Uh, <laughs> I was home by Halloween, maybe. So no, was I? Yeah, I don't know. Christmas for sure. Uh, so October to November we shot it, I think, and um, it was cold. Uh, Where did but you shoot I went that? out there two weeks, or three weeks before we started shooting. 
So I personally was there for about two and a half months. Where did you okay. shoot it? Uh, we shot it all over LA. Uh, we shot it at this really cool place called CSI. Uh, S S C I I C S. Yeah, I know. It's a whole lot of letters. I C S. I C S, and it's really this really cool locations property. They got uh, a hospital that nobody that's full only for production. Oh, nice! They got, it's like a backlot. It's it's it was a town. It was a full town that some dude bought and turned it into locations. Nice, almost like Dry Creek, right? Yeah, the, but like yeah, but with like air conditioning and electricity yeah. and like <laughs> buildings. Yeah, nice. That's yeah. awesome. Well, it's like the Universal Studios backlot they used to have. I don't know if they still have that. Is that still around here? Do they still use that backlot? There, there's one at Full Sail hmm. in Orlando. Oh. We speak. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know, but this place was cool. So we shot there, and then we shot it up in Santa Clarita Mountains mm, nice. uh, all night. We, we had all night shoots up there, eight days and nights. Uh, eight days and nights. Is that a Beatles song? How many uh, shoot days did you have? <laughs> 22, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty uh, healthy shoot date. Yeah, and we, we actually was ahead of time. We finished uh, day 18, I think. Oh. That's always awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like but it's because money. under budget. Uh. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, we had, what happened? We we had a certain amount of time to do this choreographed big fight scene in the cemetery, uh, and you only could do that in the dark. Right. So what happened was we we knew that we would do as much as we can until we were out of time, and then wrap it up. Mm. So the last night we're like, okay, let's summarize. <laughs> Let's just kind of fucking finish this shit. And because we kind of worked that way, it allowed us to, when it came to the dialogue stuff, man, our actresses were like, bam, 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 bam. We didn't spend nice. hours trying to get this stuff done. Right. And the, our director of photography, Mike Sue, who has directed all kinds of stuff, and my co-director and partner, Roy Knierum of Soda Effects, he... All of us together, man, we moved so like clockwork. Uh, it was it was the best experience of my life. I've never worked with a crew that could move as fast as these guys could. Yeah, obviously, hasn't worked with us, Tony. No, no yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, with, with well, Roy, since well, we're all doing like five jobs, so it's kind of hard right. to move. <laughs> right, right, right. So you know, but like we had like you know with Roy and his whole team, Roy's like a very well-known master of effects mm -hmm. and he we had marcel banks on the shoot and and uh, a couple days we had gage munster who's also like one of the best effects guys and then we had our fabricator ken hall you know uh and then and matt folletta who was our producer all these guys matt was also built like all these things we needed on the fly i was like i remember one day we were shooting uh with sarah french and i was like we were told prior that we weren't going to be able to get the wire rig up to the mountains like that because it just they couldn't get in. It's it turns yeah. from paved road to dirt road to don't get killed. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so we were like, all right, so we're up there. We're just trying to figure it out. And we had constructed the cemetery ruins, this whole thing. We constructed all of it, the cemetery, the ruins, the, the monoliths, all these cool things we got. Uh, and we had some just stuff laying there, and I looked at Matt Falletta, and I said, can you build a seesaw? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, what if we put Sarah at the end of the seesaw on a bicycle seat and make a really long seesaw that just raises her like 30 feet into the mm -hmm. air? Hmm. And he was like, 
Yeah. And he had it done in like two hours. Nice. And then we got lucky because we actually were able to put it on this incline. Mm -hmm. So it looks like she's 100 feet in the air. Huh. It's really cool. cool, man. And it would just paint it out. Right. You know, couldn't get a wire rig, but we had a seesaw. Yeah, there you go. Seesaws help. Little raise it up. Yeah. So you know, I <laughs> the mean, the movie's about a, a witch coven, right? Yeah, kinda. It's uh, it's about a lot. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, a little. Sy- that's a good synopsis. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is this guy, uh, this hapless uh, biologist who only wants to go study orcas up in Alaska, is told by his dying grandfather richard elfman uh who's amazing uh did you ever see like forbidden zone or Hmm? yeah so he's just richard's like another on another level like (laughs) i don't know what dimension he's really in but i love him and he's great so uh he plays reynolds the the grandfather and he explains to trevor that he's not going to study whales he needs to watch over the sorority house it's his job to maintain it. And he's like, I'm not a janitor. I'm a scientist. I have a degree. <laughs> and he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're a loser. Stop <laughs> wasting your fucking time watching whales. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, you're fucking crazy. And then the grandfather like goes on this little spat about werewolves and shit. And he's like, okay, you're fucking retarded. And then he dies. The grandfather dies. So Trevor ha- watches over this, this sorority house. Now, and he hates it. He's, he's a pothead. He just doesn't care about it. He hates the girls. It's He wants to punch all of them in the face. Right? <laughs> and he's constantly in there fixing the toilet and shit. So he's... Stop flushing your tampons. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole thing. So he discovers the fucking thing, and he's like, what the fuck is this? What, my, what about my mom and dad? What about... What's all these pictures? And he finds this book. It's like a book of shadows, but it's old as fuck. And... Uh, Angela, played by Felissa Rose, has been try- is is a little little deeper than than we think. She's a little mm. crazy. We don't know really much about her. She's clearly got she something looks, going on. Yeah, she clearly <laughs> looks like she's a witch. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. just kind of, but she watches over the girls. Mm. So she's always kind of been there as the house mother. Trevor doesn't know anything about her. He doesn't care. He's never bothered to learn about these people. Right. You know. But then he slowly starts to discover, like, there's a little there's a hidden thing, and this, and that opens a door, and in the door is a chamber, and in the chamber is a worship room, and in there is a fucking book that shouldn't have been found, and now they find the book, and fucking Felissa gets it, and she's like, well, fuck all you bitches, I'm out. <laughs> and she fucking tries to summon these witches, and they're like, you're a dumb fucking bitch, and they kill her, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets crazy, and then Trevor realizes that they're actually the fucking, they're the protectors, his right. bloodline. He's the last of these witch hunters, these mm-hmm. demon hunters, uh, and if he doesn't fucking fall through, they're going to take over. Right. Now, yeah. is that a little too much of the story? Or? I don't know. Who's gonna, you know, who cares? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you have a release date yet? No, man. We, um, we were aiming for um, something spectacular. <laughs> You know, we're not quite sure. We're, we'll be done with the movie in about another two months in total. So you're shooting for like a Halloween release? Or? I don't know. I don't know. We, yeah. We're trying. We're working with a few because of um, my partner Roy and and Matt Folletta and those guys in LA. They they have a lot of 
uh, sources that are very interested, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing solid yet. Like on distribution or yeah, yeah. 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 So the goal is to uh, wait and see what they say. Right. Um, you know, because it's just a very unique. Are you uh, trying to get a theater release at all, or? Uh, I prefer driving. Oh, I, I prefer. I think we're. You know, uh, I like to go the drive-in route, but I'd also mm-hmm. like to do indoors too. But who knows when that'll all be back to normal? Right. It blows my mind when I leave Florida and go to any other state, and people are like, "I've been in my house for eighteen months." I know. It's yeah. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I never stopped leaving my house. <laughs> like I went yeah. to the beach every day while there was nobody there. Right. Like, I've been to the theater. I've been to the theater three week, three out of the last four weeks, and. I saw um, A Quiet Place 2, and the theater was maybe half full. Hmm. And then I saw that seems about right, The though, Conjuring, <laughs> and The Conjuring, again, was about half full. And then I went and saw Hitman's Bodyguard Wife on like, Saturday afternoon, people. and it was full. Like, the theater was full. Well, Ryan Reynolds, man. Yeah. yeah love so him. I'm, hoping, <laughs> you know, I'm hoping that they start releasing more things. Like, or Samuel Jackson. Somebody's yeah, there yeah. for both of both us. Oh, yeah. I, I was there for Salma. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, it may be dust till dawn. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, but um, Hot. you know, the <laughs> they've only been releasing like one movie a week. Yeah, and Her I'm t- hoping I mean, no, that they start um, well, releasing that, that more stuff. Uh, that was very rude. I, I think she's a very talented actor. Oh, absolutely, she definitely she's is one of my favorites. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah. She was actually really funny in this movie. Like, I really liked it. I thought I, I liked it almost. A little better than the first one, I think. I love the first one. The first one was so good. <laughs> yeah. And this one was just, like, pure fun. Like, it was just tons of action, comedy. Yeah, well, they don't have to do the characters. Like, they know, you know who they are. Great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I wish they'd just do that with Marvel movies. Can't we just open with Spider-Man falling out of the sky? Right. <laughs> Why do you have to tell us who he is again? All over again. Oh, yeah. His Uncle Ben died? What? <laughs> Get out of here. I didn't know that since I was nine. <laughs> I want a, I want one, the alternate your reality where he's alive. And then he's like, "What if he's Spider-Man yeah. and fucking Parker dies?" Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He becomes Spider-Man. Hey, multiverse, multiverse. You yeah. never know. No, there's a there's a movie. There's Spider a mu- Grandpa. Multiverse. Huh. I'm waiting for that to come out. The uh, Multiverse of Madness from uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm definitely waiting for that. Sam to come. Yes, yes, he's coming back. So you know, definitely that the other Spider-Mans have to come because it was his story or his. You know, directorial. Well, they confirmed, then they confirmed Tobey Maguire and yeah. Andrew Garfield and Jamie Foxx. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, Jamie had that. There's definitely. rumors that, like, I don't think they've actually. I don't think they confirmed, confirmed it. it. Like, yeah, they keep saying stuff. Like and, it's like sneaks. Well, it's you like, know, every one of those actors are going to be like, yes. Exactly. <laughs> right. But a lot of them have contracts that that have non-disclosed. They can't say anything because right. Marvel is so like that. Unless it's Tom Holland, he just says whatever. Yeah, or, or Mark or Ruffalo. Yeah. Mark, Mark Ruffalo, they're terrible with that, too. I don't know, like, what do they care? They're like, yeah, I said it, so what? I'm Spider-Man, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Recast you. <laughs> They'll do that. They, they, they can do that. that before. Well, well, well the only, yeah. only person that violated was Tom Holland, and he's awesome, so that's, I think, that's yeah. the only real reason. Mark Ruffalo just you know, live-streams the, the pre-premiere yeah. <laughs> on yeah. Instagram. You think that was an accident? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <no>. Your, <laughs> his publicist was great. He probably got so many hits and so many follows after that. He's like, is he going to do it again? <laughs> so when did, you, when did you start making movies, Joe? Like, how old were you when you started? <sighs> Twenty or twenty, and what got you into it? Like what? 
motivated you to be a mayor? I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I grew up in a little town called Ocala. I went. To, that's where I graduated high school. A little pumpkin patch in the middle of the Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, full of horses and and uh, rednecks and not my flavor at all. I never really fit in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really have a direction. I lived on my own as a sophomore. Them on, you know. Uh, what kind of equipment did you use? <clears throat> well, I didn't start shooting movies. I graduated in 1994, um, and I moved to Tampa in 95-ish. 95. Hmm. And I basically started on a sketch comedy show uh, that was on public access. Hmm. And, uh, and then that was called The Sidewalk Cracks. And we aired every Monday night uh, at 10 o'clock. God, I can't believe I remember all this. Because <laughs> uh, I've smoked a lot of weed since you're then. high. Uh, <laughs> we, we, you we think more clearly. Yeah. yeah. We, were on, uh, we were on TCI Cable Channel 5 in Newport Ritchie. Mm. And I did that for a couple years. Do they still have public access? That was in 90. Yeah, that was 90s, man. That was the height of public access. Yeah, that yeah. was the height. We were super. Lifestyles of the- no, I mean, do they have it now? Like, I don't know. No, they have YouTube now. It's the same thing. <laughs> That's what YouTube yeah, is, is, is public much. access. So, uh, yeah, yeah. People don't understand it. They're like, no, I'm YouTube star. No, you're public access for the world. Right. I was doing it before yeah. you were even born. Yeah. Maybe. I did a public access TV show in Philadelphia, Delaware, and, uh, and old Jersey um, for music. I did, uh, like a TRL local for oh, local, nice. local bands and local groups. And that, that's what we did with public access, but you know, it was fun. Yeah. Definitely got me broke, broke well, me in the TV. The way we did it is we went out and we shot all our sketches and then we edited them down ourselves. VCR to VCR. Oh yeah. Okay. And then we put the whole show together 30 minutes and just took it down to the station. And they put it on. Right. We got a huge fan base from that. That actually led me to doing stand up. What was the show called? The sidewalk cracks. Sidewalk cracks. Then, because uh, I remember watching a show called, I think it was called Lifestyles of the Up and Coming. <laughs> it wasn't us. <laughs> it was. It was on public access, like on Friday night, and they would go to like all the Mardi Gras, and the whole show was literally girls showing their tits for boo for uh, beats. Yeah. Like yeah, that was literally the whole show, and I watched it yeah. every Friday. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you were watching that? Uh, what, what, was, what was that DVD that they keep selling at three a.m.? <laughs> yeah, too hot for TV. Yeah, too hot for TV. You sure you were watching the, same the thing. infomercial? Yeah, it was basically just, the same thing. I think you were just watching Girl the infomercial over and over again. <laughs> yeah, so that led me to stand up, and then stand up—not really stand up, improv. I started doing improv locally. Love there. improv. Love improv. Uh, we had a we had a troupe called uh, Beat the Dead Horse. That was our first troupe. There's about 19 of us in that troupe. Oh wow, that's a big troupe. That's so stupid. And then we broke off, and we created uh, the Charming Hooligans. And the Charming Hooligans was like six of us. Hmm. And I think that's a good size for improv. So you group. just go on stage and just do skits and stuff. Improv. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We was we 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 actually had the the Key West Comedy Club in Ybor City as the as Beat the Horse. We did Brass Mug and we traveled, and then we became the Charming Hooligans. And we ended up getting bigger shows like we opened for Dave Chappelle. Oh, nice. At USF Sundome, we traveled to Marco Island all the time doing shows. We became uh, a very well known in the area, mm-hmm. and and then we there was a we all kind of went our separate ways for a little bit. The Chummy really is still around. Chris Gorgeous and Daryl Knapp and 
Marty Hoffman and Darren Vierde, myself, and Jason Granick, uh, we all kind of went different ways. Chris Gorge is still a stand-up comic, does it all the time. Daryl Knapp's still doing improv. Jason lives in Chicago, and he's a director of photography. I make movies. You know, it's, it's oh, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, well, uh, but the hooligans itself, the name is still here. They're still mm-hmm. perform. They're still uh, a running hooligan company. Right. You know, That's we cool. could all jump in as an alumni and. And it's, it's kind of fun. Oh, so it's like a fraternity. <laughs> I guess. I haven't done it in a while. We've been trying to get a reunion show going, but, dude, you know, we all live in other states now. It's yeah, like yeah. impossible. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that, then I uh, the, then I formed a group with Jason Cranick called uh, the Caffeine Kids, and we did – we were at the Improv in Ebar City. Every Wednesday, they gave us the house. So, nice. Yeah. And we became – we would do – We'd go shoot a sketch and edit it. Then we'd rehearse a live sketch mm-hmm. plus improv, right? So our show was come in, do an improv bit, then play a sketch. Yeah. Well, drop back on lights, we're in a sketch. Huh. Do the sketch. That's cool. Back to improv. And on a choreographed dance number. Wow. <laughs> that was every Wednesday, dude. Every Wednesday. That's incredible. So it was like like the Dave, like, Dave Chappelle show. I practice like all week and all week, all week, all week. The crazy. dance moves all week. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, but yeah. you know, inner inner circle dating. Put that all up. <laughs> <laughs> My main rule was like nobody date. Yep. Oh, you did. Okay, cool. Oh, you're not coming to practice? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're just going to close the troop now? That's cool. I'm going to go make movies forever. Right. Bye. Yeah. That, that's basically what happened. Yeah, that, that that's what happens in a lot of workplaces. You know, people just like to date each other and then, yeah. and then break up and then create yeah. feuds and create yeah. like hostility. And then, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to show up anymore. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, that's, that's a big so, thing. So, you know, but I have been chomping at the bit. I, I want to get back on stage, I think. Yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot. Improv is so much fun. It's ridiculous. I wish I could do stand up comedy. I just can't do it. I, I I can't. I'm not a storyteller like that. I you know I always like to do it, but I I love comedy. Yeah, but it is what it is. So, so that led me to yeah. filming. I was saw on stage doing improv. That dude flew me to Miami to be in a war movie. That was like 2000. I came back. So and were you an actor first before you? Became I was. A I don't know what I was. I don't know. Kind of a- I wasn't, I never even, I didn't even have an interest in it in high school at all. Right. I mean, it was Ocala. What do you do? You don't right. do anything. Everyone I'll else is, if you don't work yeah. at a grocery store, you, you're going to shovel manure. Right. Oh. Like, that was your plight. I had no idea. All I knew was, I'm leaving this place, and I'm going to go where there's other things. Right. <laughs> and that's other what I did. People. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I did. I was like, this is How fun. far is that from here? Isn't it like two hours? Two hours. Oh, wow. Directly into the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like, it was a little uh, bit closer to that. <laughs> it's like 45 minutes from Gainesville. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Which is just as bad. Oh, yeah. Well, they got the I university up there, right? Yeah, I lived in Gainesville for yeah. like six months. It's like and every two churches, yeah. there's a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean... That's why the pastor's always drunk up there yeah. on Sunday. So wow, well, I just that's wow. what makes it fun. <laughs> I didn't touch Tommy. I was drunk. <laughs> you lie. All right, Dad, go back to bed. <laughs> oh, miss. so w- w- I know you're working on. Uh, is it just like getting edited now? The uh, the sorority one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had. There's a lot of visuals and there's a lot of practicals. We got four. Practical elemental witches that were full silicone makeup, oh, wow. played by Sarah French, 
Uh, she plays the water, uh, the air witch. And then we have Renee Da, who plays the water witch. And then we had Catalina Waters, who played our earth witch. And Anna Christensen, who played the fire witch. Now, was this a big budget? Um, like, how big was the budget? It was up there. It's the biggest budget I've ever yeah. worked on. Yeah. yeah, we had full. We had a full suit uh, statue that was moved. That moved. That was created by Ken Hall, uh, who created Puppet Master. Mm. He did our our entire statue suit. Nice. Then we had four elemental witches and full makeup and wardrobe, uh, which was created by Marcel Banks. Uh, he designed all the all the witches. Uh, he's fat. God, he's so great, man. He's so so. Talented. Like most of your budget go to effects. Basically, like yeah. visual effects. Yeah, no, I yeah. didn't. I know visual uh, are we, mm-hmm. we, um, Roy basically called in a favor with Felissa, begged her to come onto the shoot. <laughs> uh, and then when we met, we were like, oh, we were meant to do this. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> well, she she's basically, so fun. She's she just so fun. insults my character a lot. <laughs> they all insult him. He's just <laughs> basically an asshole. He's not an asshole. They just, everyone treats him like he's an idiot. Right. You know, and he's basically my life. This is just me on screen. People just yelling at me for no reason. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Thank you, I guess. All right. So. Uh, That's a fun uh, set to be on. <laughs> well, I, wanted, I didn't want to. Roy and I didn't want to uh, seek out huge names. Right? Yeah. We didn't want to do that. We knew who we wanted. You know, I knew uh, who I wanted. We, we did an audition. Uh, you know, all up the West Coast. I couldn't remember what coast I was on. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm on the West Coast. Oh, but California's West Coast. Right. So what is the West Coast of Florida, if not the West Coast? It's the West Coast Isn't of Florida. it all the West Coast, technically? Pretty much. Or, or people say Gulf Coast. All right, that's better. I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys will say that in Texas. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So, all right. Anyways... There goes Columbus that idea. didn't discover America. <laughs> All we're saying. <laughs> it's uh, a conspiracy. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, audition. So <laughs> we auditioned, man. And we saw uh, our one of our producers, Bernie Stern, um, Emmy Award winning producer. Uh, he, uh, I have to say it. Absolutely. It's in my contract. <laughs> you uh, are required. Yeah. So... Uh, if you win any type of Oscar, and yeah, anybody, you, that, you like, that's it. part of your It's need. almost like yeah, you're yeah. a knight. Like, it should be part of your Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a knightship. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like Oscar winning. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Or but nominee. But at Walmart now. <laughs> I don't know. Nominee, nominee, your Oscar winning cashier. Right. If you're an Emmy nominee, no, that's no. not knighthood. That's, no. You lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still do it. They, you lost. They, they still do it. Well, yeah, because it carries a little bit. Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Like I was there. Yeah. So <laughs> they uh, had my picture when they were announcing the winner. But my picture was there. We, we did this huge audition, and uh, we got in a ton of people, and you know we just filtered and filtered and filtered and filtered, and you know got all the right actresses and actors, and we didn't want to. We thought you know it's we're trying. Roy and I are trying to do something new. You know, which is why we started our partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, we wanted to introduce new people. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm new. Roy's not. Roy's done over 300 movies. Right. He works closely with Boomhouse and, you know, Screen Gems and all that stuff. And, 
You know, but I'm the new guy on the block. Right. You know, and but I've been here for 20 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I'll start this fucking ladder all over again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just uh, a different yard. It's just a different yeah, exactly. yard. Yeah. <laughs> It's a different pond, different pool, right. different ocean, you know. So it's like, it's all right, so, but because of that, you know, we, we've we been, I've been gifted, you know, all these great opportunities because of someone like Roy. Yeah. I wouldn't even be here without him. Yeah, well, a lot of times so. we, we owe a lot of our success to a lot of people. Like, I had a life mentor, so we, we always have somebody to thank yeah. for our, like, opportunities and where, where we are. You know, originally I was going to shoot that here. Yeah. And I was literally told there was no way. Well, I talked to you at the Real Terror Film Festival. I can't remember what date, what year it was. I had to be. God, yeah, it had to be long, long time ago. five years ago, maybe six years ago. Here's what happened. And you were talking about Sorority of the Damned. And uh, I remember I was talking about it there. And um, I guess figured you weren't going to do it. And then I saw a well, poster of it come out. I was like, well, too. we made it. Me too. Here's what happened with that. I got an investor early on, uh, right about that time probably, where I was like, we're going to make this thing. They were going to give us like $500,000 mm. if, if I put this girl in it. Mm. So I went back, rewrote the script, put this fucking girl in it, because she was, she was like 10. I was like, this ain't a 10-year-old movie. Right. So I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so I went back. And, uh, sorry. Sorry? Uh, it's my phone. I'm classy, bushy, brashy. <laughs> or as my daughter say, brashy, mashy, cashy. I have no idea what she's saying. Uh, so we started getting everything together. We got, we started getting people together and, uh, with this investor, we're talking to, we're talking to him, we're talking to him. You know, I wrote the script. I sent it back to him. He liked it. Oh, I can't, I, I can't do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I have a story like that. That's cool. So, fuck it. Push sorority aside. I jumped to something else. I don't know fucking know back then. Who knows what I jumped to? Who knows? I don't know. But I've always just had to keep jumping to, to keep it alive. Because right. if you stop, you're going to fucking drown. Sure. And yeah. I, I try to, like, help. I don't know what people think of me in the area. Uh, but I don't care. Uh <laughs> All I know That's is that I it. struggle very hard to get to where I'm at, and I try to bring people with me, and they they're they're too good. They won't they won't even like take secondary positions, or they won't even. Right. I, I asked to come. I I, asked, I was like, come out, do my behind the scenes. We don't do that no more. We don't do that. We make feature films. Chris, what's our motto? What's our motto on this stage uh, on this show? Oh, we've said it a million times. Get on every every single set. project yep. you can yep. possibly get on. Exactly. That's that, if you that, live in Florida, yes. yeah. If you live in Tampa Bay area or Orlando, yeah. get on every single project. Yeah. You can, whether it's paid or not. Yeah, we get preach on. that. Like no matter what, like I said, anything. If I'm, if I'm holding a boot pole, if I'm doing lights, I'm, like anything, dude, I've get me on the set. <laughs> man, I started when I okay. So in two thousand three, two thousand two. I left Tampa and moved to England. Wow. I lived in England for four years. Nice. Over there, I was part of a group called the Cambridge Filmmakers Network. It was a group of people who had no egos, and every project, someone switched a major position. Mm -hmm. Either 
you wrote it, I directed it, or you directed it, he wrote it, I produced it, or you fucking casted it. Right. We all changed our positions. We made four, like, 30-minute films that are fucking dope that have won all kinds of awards in England uh, with this with this group. And I was only, I only lived there for, like, four so years. So, like, I'm real popular in England. <laughs> no, not even. Well, no, that was years. That was 2002. Yeah. But that that taught me so much. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. I came back in two thousand six or seven. Chris Woods and I, uh, a local filmmaker, mm-hmm. uh, I got it with him, and I said, "Yo, we need to have Chris on." Actually. I said, "You know what I learned over there?" I said, "They got this network." I said, "We need to do the same thing." Right. Yeah. Let's start the Tampa Film Network. And he was like, "Okay." So we did that, and then all these dudes came in, these big, talking jive motherfuckers. Who act like they know everything, right? And don't know nothing. And they and come don't in, do and they're anything. just like, yeah, and they're just like, "Dang, how you do it? This is how you do it. We're gonna do it like this." No, you're not, because you haven't done anything. Right? Yeah. I love the people that are like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a movie one day," and then like, don't make anything ever, and they teach everybody else how to do stuff, and they're just like, "How so, are you teaching people how to make a movie when you never made one so yourself?" So I started. Yeah. So the Tampa Film Network eventually grows and grows and it's growing and it's growing. And I have to, I get a board of directors, and now I got all these people on my board of directors, and I'm just like, why do you don't know anything? Nobody knows anything. <laughs> Nobody knows anything. <laughs> and you can't tell them because they know it. They know already. So, oh. so I learn every day. I learn every day something fantastic. When I was in LA making Story of the Dam, I learned so much, so much. And then when I, even after the fact, it's still in editing and working with these people, uh, I'm still learning so much. Of course. I think Steven Spielberg still learns. Absolutely. It's, it's, well, that's I mean, key in our, in our industry. Like, you, you always have to learn something. There's like, and I never want to be that guy who says, I'm the best at anything. Because yeah, right. me, personally, I don't know fuck all anything. I don't think anybody's the best. Like, you there's know, always like, somebody that knows more than you know. And yes. oh, for sure, man. And if you don't learn from that person, then you're, you're and wrong. always know that in the circle of the people you're working with, one of them isn't telling you the truth. Right. There's always somebody in there exactly. who's lying to you. Yeah. yeah. So you always I learned that on sorority. You got to watch your guard because yep. you got to know who's fucking who's your bullshitter. Who's your bullshitter? <laughs> yeah. And if it's and if you know and it's, if it's you, and if then. It's you, <laughs> <laughs> right. Then, then you just keep bullshit. Then you just keep bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, right. man. But it's, you know, so. I always wanted to do a group like Broken Lizard, like something like oh, that. I, I wanted to do yeah. something like that. Like, I tried the, several times. I, I, I love them. That's the thing. Like Three improv troops. Yeah. That's several me, partners. Me and Sean do stuff, and we, we know each other. I mean, we've been making movies since 2010, and we know each other's strengths and weaknesses and we just jive together and we work together all the time and we've got a a, a core of people that we just keep making stuff with over yeah. and over yeah. and then we try to bring in a couple new people to each project yeah. that we do and um it works that way i mean i, I think the problem with this area is there's a lot of small groups of people well, doing different things and no one's collaborating together like Here's we have thing. everybody no, 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 in this you're, area you're right we need to bring but, them all together and make stuff what i've witnessed just on films that i've tried to make with people that i have made with people that are out but the people that i made them with are still full of themselves right yep is that 
You have a small group of collective people who think they're the best at everything they're doing. Right. And they're not going to take any advice from anybody. Exactly. Yeah. So you got all these little pockets of all these people who think that they know the best of everything that they're doing, and they're just bouncing around, hitting each other. Right. Meanwhile, nobody's really and doing nobody's anything. Nobody's getting anything done. No yeah. one's getting anything done, and they're all just boasting their egos. Yeah. Unfortunately, when those groups meet a real group, like a professional group from, let's say, L.A., because I'll tell you, there's a difference. Oh yeah, oh, even I, Atlanta, Atlanta, like those groups too. Like the, Tyler Perry, like people, I've, I've been on sets with the him. People who worked on sorority in L.A. who showed up to move shit, I don't even know who they were. But they came in, did their job, and got the fuck out faster than anyone I ever seen. I couldn't awesome. even learn people's names. Yeah, because these guys didn't stay around. All right, they came in, did whatever the fuck they had to do, and they left. Fuck, forty minutes setting up a dolly track. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, boom, where you want the lights, da 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 done. Let's go. Let's move. Yeah. They had magnetic, this, our, our DP, I love him so much. <laughs> he had these, these lights that were magnetic and, or had stands you could just fucking slam in the sand. <laughs> wow. And, dude, he could throw light anywhere, anywhere. I watched him walk through the scene, he threw a light and it clipped on his metal, metal ledge. And it was like, and he was done. He's like, done. I was like, that's the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> I love life. technology. Love technology. I was like, this is fucking dope. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm never not using him. <laughs> you know, like, to even what in, was life before him? Right, even up in the, we were up in the, the mountains of Santa Clarita, and it was 30 degrees already. Ugh. And yeah. the week we're shooting our exterior fight scene, there's uh, a wind advisory because through the Santa Clarita Mountains, the way they're make, the way they go, the wind comes through and does these hundred mile an hour gusts. Holy shit! Oh. For like thirty feet in certain areas. That's probably not good for me. Dude, under. it took no. our entire set and picked it up and threw it. Holy shit! Our whole set. It sounds like Lost in La Mancha. And we were like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" So our guys rebuilt it in like quick. Because the wind will die down. It'll right. be gone for 20 minutes. Or all of a sudden, it's on top of you. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? So we, uh, they redid it all of it. And then what we had to end up doing was PAs came out. And it, it's sand. It's all sand. So PAs came out, like, all wrapped up with goggles and gloves and everything. And they would just hold the set down Jeez. in the wind. At 3 in the morning in 30-degree oh, weather. We're going to give you that job, Tony, on the next one. Yeah. Yeah, hold not the, yeah. hold the shit down in the sand. Oh yeah, yeah. So. but it was amazing, man. <laughs> and, and it was just, it was just such a different experience than trying to do something here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I got shamboozled here trying to make a movie called Hank. You know. Yeah. Uh, Let's I, talk about that. What happened on that? Uh, well, you know, man. Sometimes um, you shot that here. We shot that in Sarasota. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the Girl Scout camp in Sarasota and surrounding areas. Yeah. Well, we shot. Eight days of eighteen days of it. Yeah. yeah. So and then we got shut down. Shut, why? Uh. Well, I mean permits you know, and stuff. No, 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 no. no. Uh, that's what happens when you know someone walks away with about three hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god. So. Oh my god. You just ran out of money. Sorta. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we sort of ran out of money. I mean, we ran out of money. They didn't. They they had the money, and right. then they ran out. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Quite the opposite. 
Are there yeah. any plans to try to get that back going on? It's impossible. It's impossible. 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 It's a shame. Yeah, it's uh, it's a whole disaster. People don't understand how how much work goes into nope. yeah. making a movie. Dude, and I it killed me, man. I almost I had I went into the hospital because I ended up with a heart a heart arrhythmia over Jesus because I got so fucked by this movie. There's two people. You know who you are. You won't listen to this anyways. But if you do, you know who you are. Wow. That's Damn, fucking I'm brutal. still coming after you. That's fucking brutal. I'm still going after him. The one oh. dude, I'll see him soon. I'm going to break his kneecaps. You heard it right here. <laughs> I have a baseball bat behind you. I don't need it. I'm going to use my bare hands and twist his knees off. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, legally I can't really say anything. So no, absolutely. A lot of bad shit happened. Yeah. It was a fantastic movie. The footage looks great that we do have. The effects that Roy and his team did was fucking amazing. That's how I met Roy. Mm. He came from L.A. to do my effects because I have a good friend of mine, Shelby McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You probably know. Yeah, I know Shelby. He should be on the show. I love that guy. Yeah, dude. He's such an asshole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Shelby was like, no, man, use my buddy Roy. I was like, okay. And I we had Shelby hooked me up with him like four years before that, but mm. I didn't have any money, so I couldn't really do anything. And I sent him a script that he really liked, but we were trying to get like two million from this other dude out in LA. I've had a meeting at Pine. You know how many meetings I've had oh, where investors are like, yeah. <laughs> and then they walk away. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I flew out to LA to have a meeting at Pinewood with these two investors who turned out not to be anybody. I guess they were the bullshitters. How yep. did you get a studio at Pinewood? Right. Or did you just know a guy that had the key for the day? <laughs> they turned this bitch, dude. Before I got back to the airport, she had already made a post on Instagram about her new movie, which was mine, and how she was casting. Wow. And I, I called my manager. I was like, "What do we do?" She's like, "I got it." Yeah, it was crazy. So now I have now I have a team. I have three lawyers. I have a oh, manager. Yeah. I have two agents. Oh man! You know, see, I don't want to get to the point where like we're making movies and then we have to do that. You have to, fuck man. Like people are gonna fuck you. I mean, I have a good lawyer. I love my lawyer. My lawyer is one of my good friends. Lawyer? But it's true. When I tell people, he's here. Yeah. When people are, uh, make sure you, no. you need an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any here. I don't even know any here. I don't know any here either. <laughs> That's funny. When, That's there's new, mine's out of LA. when there's new people yeah. coming in that say, hey, I'm trying to get into the movie Andrew business. Barcello. It's like, <laughs> your job is to not get fucked and their job yeah. is to fuck you. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that is the truth yeah. of this business. And I'm, we've all been fucked. Thank God Sorority oh, yeah. is the first time I had a team that I fully trust, man. Yeah. That's the, good. It's good the, to have. That's yeah. why we were, we, like Chris Ott and myself, Sean, it's and a, a bunch of us work together like on every movie. Like, Wait, there's, like, five of us. To get this team. I couldn't get it here. Before, yeah. Because right. I couldn't get anybody to work with me. Yeah. I, I, I thought... I was like, well, everyone must just think I'm an asshole. Or, uh... I'm, that has to be the only reason. Because no one... I can't... Like, trying to make movies is very difficult because... Yeah. These... Some of these people who you try to bring on... You can't tell them anything. Well, there's so many egos here. Like, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. You try to talk to somebody. It's not a collaboration. No. It's, no. I'm going to hire you to, to DP my movie, but you're just going to fucking do what you want and not talk to me. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. All right. It, that's cool. really that's shitty. Yeah, yeah. We did we did Seeing Evil um, six years ago, and 
that was like the biggest budget I ever had on a movie, and we brought all this crew in and stuff, and I'm just like, I had the worst time of my life on that movie. Yeah. And I quit for five years. I didn't make, I wasn't even in filming anything or directing it, writing nothing for five years because of that movie. I was just, Chris, I was, like, I was there, dude. I was there last year. After Hank crashed and I lost all my money because this person left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was done, man. I had just had a baby. Right. Right? I had, I, we had two other children. I had no money. She took all my money. It's gone. <sighs> I had nothing, man. I had, uh, I had nothing, man. I went and got a job. Yeah. And because of that, uh, and then co- I had that for like three months, and then COVID broke out. Right. Yeah. And then, then I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Go on unemployment like the rest of us. No, I did not do that. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. I wrote a proposal, and I just I just did a shot in the dark, and it worked. Hmm. And, you know, and now I have two very, very, very close friends who are going nice. to make sure that this works out. Yeah. And it's great. Oh yeah, it's good. It's great, man. Definitely good to have. Yeah, definitely good to have. Oh. And I got my 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 only closest partner here in the area, Jeremy Lester. He's he's like, you know, just my right hand. Oh, and this Carolee, you know Carolee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's always she's always been there, man, since the very beginning before we even had a studio. Carolee's been there since as Night Falls, Experiment Seven, back a hundred tears. Carolee was there a hundred tears right. with Marcus Cook. Well, we're always available to do movies. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has boatloads of time. Yeah, anything, yeah me, I mean, I would too. Nice. Oh, it's awesome. Oh man, I, I just love to see. Like, what we wanted to do, like for this area, we wanted to build that community. That was like one of our first shows. We were like, we want this. We want to build our independent movie co- community here. But like yeah. I said, there's so many of those egos and people. It's just. And we just got to, like, get rid of all those egos and just... It's funny because I was... You, you're talking about you couldn't get people to, like, work for you or work with you. Um, I was casting a movie, and these girls auditioned, and I liked both of them, and offered them lead roles in the movie. And a couple of days later, they said, my manager said I can't be in the movie. And I was like, What? You like, mean your boyfriend? Like, what? <laughs> what? You mean your Both boyfriend said that? people said that their agent wouldn't let him be in the movie. And I'm just Who like, are they? Well, what kind of fucking agent? Sure. Well, sorry, I just kicked my own What kind of agent is telling you not to be a lead in a movie? Like, I don't understand that logic. Um, so, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's what it is, right? Ready for my close-up, Mr. DeVille. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's know. so... I, I don't know, dude. I, and, and that's why when... My very good friend looked at me. I, I set. I gave him the budget and everything for a sorority, and him and his partner went and they broke it down. And they came back to us, and he looked at me and he goes, "You're not going to be able to make this movie here." I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "No one's going to be able to do this for you." Wow. So uh, we called Roy, you know, partner in L.A., and Roy said, "Fine, we'll shoot it in L.A. I know everybody," and we did. What what was the limitations that it would knowledge? Allow? Okay, yeah, knowledge and and the willingness to have uh, professionalism. You know, we felt that there wasn't enough. Uh, yeah, there wasn't enough people. Like we had our DP set. So outside of that, getting crew here to like 
know what they were doing was going to be a very difficult task. Right. And flying in all the effects crew and all that yeah. cost us a little much more money. than we wanted. Yeah. The, the, so the, the it was easier to fly yeah. me and two actors out to L.A. Right. Yeah. yeah Are you planning on staying here? I don't know, man. I really wanted to do this community up, man. I, that's all I've been trying to do since, like, 2006. Well, right. since, I, since 95. What, do you have any ideas? You know what the problem is right is, now is... Um, so I mean, yeah, I have a ton, but I'm tired of telling them. My yeah. pro- the problem here is my I made a movie called Crazy Lake in 2015, yeah. and um, we had some pretty talented people on the crew. Marcus did that, right? Uh, Marcus did the effects, yeah. yeah. Um, we had some talented cast, and every one of them is gone. Like, yeah. they, they, they get some credits and move. Yeah, and they well... They move to Atlanta, and they move to L.A. <laughs> I, and I know a few people like that, man, and... The, they're not wrong because you I get a you get I a absolutely tell them to move. Yeah, you get a taste for it, and you're like, I'm out. I was gonna move to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. After Stranger Things, I was like, that's where we need to be. Right. We need to be in Atlanta. But then I like really started watching what was happening, and I was talking to some people I had met on Stranger Things and the crew and stuff, and because I became really good friends with this uh, second camera uh, DP and operator uh, Bob Glick. You know, and I kind of like talked to him a little bit, and uh, you know, he was like, "I think it's gonna die out here." Mm-hmm. He's like, "So don't do anything stupid," right? You know, because I was talking to him on set about it, like, "Should I move here?" And he's like, "I don't know." Right. And then it Atlanta kind of like burst. Yeah. It like deflated a little, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. Right. So it was like, all right, well, you know. Uh, but, but your I, situation, I mean, I don't you, want to move you have way. a guy in L.A. now that yeah. can kind of help you put everything together, and yep. then you just fly out and direct the movie yeah. type of thing. So, I mean, really, you don't really need to the, well, move anywhere, really. I don't, but the problem is, is I, I, have a five, I have a six-year-old, yeah, and I have a baby on the way. Congratulations. And thank you. I'm so excited, little baby girl. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't want to be gone for months, months at, at a time, time yeah, and not be around her. Because with Alexa, uh, I was I held her from the moment she was born in the NICU, you know, in the fucking the yeah, until yesterday, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have a job, like her first three years. Right. Mm. I mean, I was doing film stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I didn't have to work. Uh, so now with Isabella coming, I don't want, I don't want to be gone for months at a time. Yeah, but I, sense. I will be. This is a tough to. business to have families. Yeah. Yeah. So the wife and I are talking about what should we do? Should we move to LA? It's too expensive. Forty percent taxes. Yep. Go, man. It's California not worth crazy. it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Move to Nevada. You're on the edge of California. It's still a three-hour drive to work every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, or uh, you know. Or a six-hour flight. Six-hour flight from here. <laughs> yeah. Or well, it's not though. It's like eighteen yeah, hours by the so time long. it's all Fun. done and said. It's transfers. Crazy. Oh, well, I've done it like ten times. Yeah, it's, it's long, dude. I used to do. I used to do a flight to a straight flight from uh, I think to San Francisco. Um, no, it wasn't a straight flight. I took a layover in like I don't know, I think Tennessee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like the whole process. I mean, twelve hours. You know, by yeah. The time you get to the airport, that, yeah. Get on the plane, yeah. and fly. I used to take all kinds of shit with connect. me. Now I go with like a fucking bag. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, if I need something, I'll buy it there. I'm like, oh fuck it. Cool. I take a, a little carry on. It's got like another pair of shoes and two outfits. Oh, 
What a lot of people do is they did just rent an RV and just put it on set or on the back lot or wherever they're shooting and they just stay in that for a period of time. And then... Well, I don't mind that, but RVs are everywhere in California. Yeah. They're horrible. They're like on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that means I don't know what we're doing, man, because I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen. Is already yeah. going to make it? Yeah. You know, is it going to tank? You never know which ones are going to blow up. Know, you never know. Man. I don't know. With Atlanta, like, I, I don't, I mean, I, I see a lot of, I mean, I don't see any, a lot of program, um, projects that I see on, like, the websites for casting. I don't see a lot of those anymore. Like, there's just not. Well, everything's shut down, man. Yeah. They're still closed. They're LA's at, still not making movies till next year. Wow. There's Marvel shooting and shit, but. They're not make like, like Lionsgate and yeah. and Netflix. No one's shooting anything. Right. Well, I th- I think Florida is missing such a good opportunity to give dude, tax credits. Yeah, but, the, the, but the, we have no tax incentives. They don't care about film here. Do they? No, oh, oh, I know. World and yeah. Universal it, Studios. No, it's not shit. even that. It's not even that. You know what it really is? What's the most thing in Florida? What's the one most thing in Florida? Beach. No. Retirement. <laughs> Stadiums. Uh, Oh. You know how many stadiums there are in yeah, Florida? Yeah, there are a lot of stadiums. Tampa, hmm. Orlando, Miami, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Gainesville. They're everywhere, man. Yeah. They're everywhere. Then you have the universities, UCF. That's and, all it's about. Yeah. It's about football. Florida's only about football. Yeah. We got three fucking football teams. High school here. and college. Yeah. Yeah. We mm-hmm. got Miami Dolphins. We have... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Then we have yeah the three the Marlins. Well, it used to be the, the Rays. three biggest college teams. Yeah, Florida State, Florida, and Miami. Yeah, and USF and U- and shit UCF now. Yeah. They're picking up. One of the, is, yeah. well, I think it's the biggest campus in the country. UCF. UCF? Yeah, as far as students. Um, mm. And then you got USF, which is enormous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my friend's so, daughter yeah. is leaving New Mexico to go to college. Uh, at the gate for Gators softball. Wow. Oh, wow. But I, I just think Florida is missing an opportunity to have, like, but, but, but I, I, yeah. There's I so don't. much other stuff. It's not worth it tourists. They don't it's care, man. And, and you know, it's funny. I saw somebody sent me an article. I think it was my mom sent me an article the other day about, hey, Tampa's trying to get big features to come here and shoot here. And I'm like, and then my girlfriend saw it and sent it to me, too. And I'm like, I've been hearing that shit for ten years. Like, <laughs> no, it, I, I, you know, I, like, it's a yeah. big feature, like a lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah, we got all that. right. That's great. And Spring Breakers. I mean, yeah. that was pretty much it. But, there was uh, more here though. The oh, Punisher. Franca. Yeah, the Punisher. I mean, for God, that was nice. Gross. Cop and a half was here. I, I won't forget when I started in the nineties, and people were like, "Dude, they shot Cop and a Half in Tampa." I was like. So? <laughs> I know, like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Who cares? It's true. It's true. Oh, oh man. But it's such a great area, too. And it is. You know, we got beaches. We got great weather. Well, all the time, we did well. All the sports well, teams. You know, Ebor City. It, the problem is, man, is that the, the the legislation here, if we want to get political, doesn't want anything to do with. They don't film. give a shit. They don't give a shit. It's yeah. all about sports. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Whatever. We'll go make movies somewhere else. My MTV's here with Siesta Key, and but other than that, there's really nothing. They, they did real world you know, Miami. Well, they they get well just in the area. You know, they get they get pretty excited when something big shoots here. Like, yeah. let's just say like Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates. It shot here for Jose Gaspar, mm-hmm. like a whole pirate thing, right? Yeah, they boasted that for a while. But like, okay, that was a 20 minute segment right. on a TV yeah. show. 
you know, like and look at the excitement count, that it brought. Man. It and doesn't think it's like what's big here. A big here, here is, is like so small. The gum on yeah. the shoe of somebody yeah. in L.A. Right. Yeah, that shit's everywhere. You go to L.A. There's a camera crew fucking everywhere. I'm not yeah. kidding. There are trailers up. Lights are everywhere. You're like, who's shooting? There's Shimonka. Is that who, is that Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but but you see, like projects like that, like here, it it, it like caused like a huge commotion. Like it's because I think. <laughs> The, the legislation and the people see it like a fantastical event that never happens. Yeah. They're not used to it. They're still not used to it. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, I shot a... I, 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 I use the term loosely uh, a YouTube series, but I have a show called South of Central, and it's just this mm. comedy YouTube show. And I shot that whole thing in South St. Pete. It's all about South St. Pete. That's why it's South of Central. And... Uh, Dude, it was like tough getting that show done, man. Yeah. Tough. Everything's tough here. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. finding like just finding locations. I had a movie. I'm trying to find a locker room, like a like a high school locker. You're room. better off buying it's a storage impossible. and building one. Impossible. Yeah. No, just build it. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's ridiculous. It's you know. No and wants unfortunately, to help. Yeah. when I you know you try to reach out and you're saying, hey, come on, let's go, let's go do this thing, and they're like, no, I'm too busy doing my own thing here because I'm gonna be the one. Right. Instead of all just helping everybody get to wherever, and then you want, t- and then you, know, you talk to like the film commissioners. Hey, can you help me? I'm, I need a location and blah blah blah. And they're like, "Yeah, I'll have my secretary email you or something." And then you, know, you never hear anything back, yeah. and you're just like, "Fuck this." How do we take over that board? <laughs> what film commission? Yeah, I, I actually applied for it. Yeah, uh, I did too. They were like, "Yeah, fuck you." I applied for St. Pete. Like that was like five. Do, do they get like? How do they get like chosen? Like who chooses a job? Like no, well, I, yeah, I mean, point, job. it's like an appointed position. Yeah, too. it's like a. Uh, it's like a gift. It's like position. a government job. Should be like voted on. Yeah, I saw uh, the posting. It was like uh, on Indeed or something that they were looking for the Hillsborough County Phone Commission. I was like, I'll apply. Fuck it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so I applied and they and wanted somebody more with business. Found somebody, yeah. They yeah, don't want the film. They don't want film. They don't want an actual person that knows anything about film. film. They want someone who knows business. They want a salesperson. Yeah, they want a salesperson or a uh, politician type yeah. person. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, I would love to be the uh, film commissioner of St. Pete or Hillsborough one day. Like, what? What is the cool. power that they have? They have like, to it. like, what I the, mean, their job is to bring projects here and yeah, you know, and help the people that are in the film community here. Um, but but they, there's only so much they can do too. But like, they, Tyler's they, not out there trying to screw anybody over by not helping them. Right. He does whatever he can. Same with Tony Armour. Uh, you know, they try to do what they can for people, but it's hard because the like we said, there's these circles of people who know everything, right. don't want to listen to anybody, exactly. including whatever the fuck the film commissioners have to right. say. You know? And you know, the thing is is like they they make all these little bullshit projects like they have these film Tampa commercials and film I never Florida commercials, I never and, and they're spending like all this money on these. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like a hundred thousand dollars. I could have made like six movies for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, well, you know, and yeah. so instead of you like made ten movies, I, I've seen your had, budgets. Uh, <laughs> instead of having the 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 money go to actual filmmakers to make stuff, they're making. All these commercials well, to get other companies. You got to spend money to make money. I don't know. Right. Is that the so it's like I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what the answer. Is. I agree. I, it, it's it's. 
it's tough, man. But it's probably you know, and locally, it's probably tough no matter where you're at. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine trying to be a filmmaker in, I don't know, Minnesota. Right. What's well, that's that the thing, like? man. Is like you can yeah. make a movie anywhere. Um. Yes. <laughs> but you know, is it is it better to move to Atlanta and now you got like eighty thousand filmmakers trying to do what for you're me, doing? For me, it's all about travel. That's all this for me. I, I'm going to be working regardless if I got to travel or not. I'd like to not travel. Right. Yeah. But if I have to live here for you know five more years before I'm a billionaire, <laughs> uh, fine, whatever. That's cool. Yeah. You know. Right. But I like where I live. I live in Seminole. It's beautiful there. I'm yeah. five minutes from John's Pass. My daughters love it on the beach. You know, so I'm not right. going to complain. And if I got to fly, I got to take a whole extra day to travel. All right, whatever. Fuck it. I'll do that until the end of time right. if I have to. Yeah, it, it's it's not a bad area. This is not a bad but area the question to live. Realize, it really is. Do I want to shoot here again? Right. That's yeah. the question. That's the problem. And that's probably no. Yeah. Well, and we were talking before, like the talent here is just there's no talent pool it's really. Diminished. Yeah, it's the problem. Like you said, they get a little bit of fame or a little bit of glory, and they're gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm like, they got like one movie credit, or they're they moved two, to L.A. It's know, not even a movie movies. credit; it's Ooh. like a half a movie credit, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or background. <laughs> yeah, they, they're in a lifetime. They take a picture of it on their TV, and it's like there I am in the by the fountain. That's true. <laughs> like I remember when we. We used to do casting, like we did a casting call for Die Die Delta Pi. We I had remember, so yeah. many fucking people come into audition. Yeah. Like, it was unbelievable. And me and Sean did a, a casting for Dead Residence. Yeah. You know and like we had like four people show up. I was like, what the fuck? I was the on? one of four. And Tony was the one of the four. And I'm just like, what is happening? Is like, it because there's nobody else? I don't, so I don't know if there's people auditioning or not because I haven't shot anything. You know what? Other Sean, than my show, South of Central, which I basically handpicked. People right, should be right. it. Yeah, and that's what like, we do now. I don't we, even like, we just call people, hey, you want to be in the movie? Cool, awesome. Yeah. But Sean brought up a good point. He said, here's the thing about nowadays is back then, people wanted to be an actor. You know, that's my thing. Yeah. I want to be an actor. So they would be in the movie for, we didn't pay them anything, and they would be in it. Nowadays, someone can take a picture of themselves and get 2 million views on Instagram and make money and be popular and famous and so Sean said he talked to this girl one time and he said, Hey, do you, you know, would you ever inter be interested in acting? And she was like, why would I do that? And he was like, I don't know, to be in a movie and like be, you know, somebody or whatever. And she yeah. was like, I just go on Instagram and I have like a million followers. Like that's how I'm popular. I don't have to be an actor and work, you know, and be an actor. He, she didn't care. So that's, a that's lot a of the horrible, mentality. That's, that's a, a lot of the mentality. Horrible timeline we're creating. Right. It's terrible. Because it's, really it's it, you know, maybe it's, you know, it's this disassociation thing, man. I don't know. Everybody it's, wants instant gratification. Man, that's the problem. Nowadays. But also, everyone has a camera in their pocket. Uh, right. Uh, like a high def, uh, ultra 4K work. camera no, in there. <laughs> no. yeah, I'm, I'm finding the acting situation in yeah. this area is really well really they're all difficult. you know i don't know what that is I, I know that you know i've i've worked with some people on certain projects and i've tried to i'd say i offer them other roles on other projects and they flat out tell me no <laughs> yeah crazy, they don't want to do you know because of the role or or they're they they have some weird uh they think they're already too famous right i had a guy i, I bring this up like <laughs> once every other week so i'm casting for this movie i had a guy 
audition. He sent. Well, I was doing tape auditions, and he sent it in, and I kind of liked him. I thought he, was, he had a cool look, and you know, I thought he would be all right. So I offered him the role, and it wasn't paying a lot, and it was like a three-day role, and I offered him the role, and he wrote me this huge, long email back about how insulted he is and all this shit, right? And I looked at his credits, and his only credit was guy at party. <laughs> that was his credit. That was it. He had nothing else. And I'm just like, so sorry. I didn't name? know I was talking Do to you know Tom. His name? Just give me yeah, I know his name. Um, it's, uh, I want to see if I can guess it, though, because I think I know this dude. I don't want to call him out on the radio. I'll tell you after. Just give me, just give me his name. SG was his initials. <laughs> you probably never heard of the fuck guy because nobody's heard Steve of him. Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Police Academy. But it, it blew me away that I'm like, I offered this fucking guy a role and he just blasted Dude, me. I had some guy I'm like, if you know I said a simple no would have been great. You know, just say not interested. All right, cool. I'll move on. Like, and then I offered it to the, the same thing to another person he was like oh my god this is amazing i'm so excited and all the shit well yeah and it's it, like you got two different you have people here. who who uh i have this there's this i don't know it's not my saying it's something i read once maybe <laughs> or someone told me uh you know you have this fear of success mm -hmm. and sometimes when people get that thing they've been reaching for they don't know what to do with it man they get yeah. scared and they run away and Whatever. Then they say, I could have been a woulda, shoulda, but I didn't have another. Right. And it's like, right, get the fuck out of my I face. know a couple filmmakers like that. You know? Afraid yeah. to fail or afraid to make something. Dude, I, I know all of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it just becomes down. It, 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 it becomes this, uh, <laughs> this neat, like, for me, I've, I've always wanted to be this. I say always, but I didn't have a clue until after high school. Yeah. So I, I still don't I didn't have a clue until I was forty. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, <laughs> so now I now I know definitively what I'm doing and right. what I want to do. Yeah. And no one's gonna stop me. And if and I reach my hand out and you tell me you're too good for it, I'm already blasted right. off. Yeah. Like you can get on the launch pad or fuck off. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I did that with a few people just as. Sorority was starting, and every one of them told me nay. Mm. Nay! Yo, come on, I'm nay. doing this thing in L.A. You want to come with me? I can only pay you this much. No, we'll also fly out and put you up in a hotel. No, man, I can't. I, I don't know. No, no I, I got to work. I might have a commercial gig next yeah. week. That's my favorite thing. I got to work. I'm like, well, do you want to work at Burger King, or do you want to yeah, make fucking movies? Where? <laughs> like, oh, the office job you have? Okay. <laughs> All right. Because I, I told that to a girl one time, yeah. and she was like, you know, I'm working at this job, and I don't like it. I said, well, you need to decide whether you want to work at a shitty job or you yeah. want to be an actress. Yeah. And she was like, she thought about it. And then a few days later, she emailed me and she's like, you know, I really listened to what you said and I quit my fucking job today. Yeah. And now she acts. And like now she, she lives yeah. does stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now she lives in Atlanta. Yeah. Dude, I had. I but you got to make a fucking choice. I mean, yeah. Do you want to be a restaurant manager or you want to make shit? I made four. I want to do five, everything. <laughs> I made four or five movies while I worked at Chili's. Yeah. I worked at Chili's in Tampa by the stadium for six or seven years. And I made 100 Tears, Experiment 7, as Night Falls. Right. I made a bunch of movies there, man, while I worked there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh. <laughs> 
my manager at Chili's made me realize. <laughs> because um, I said, she's a new manager. She just came in. The, the old manager moved on, became district manager. And now there's this new woman came in. She, we didn't know anybody. She didn't know anybody. She came in. She fired like six people. And she looks at me and she goes, you have to make a decision whether you want to work in the restaurant business or be an actor. And I looked at it, I was like, okay, goodbye. And I left. <laughs> Chili's. Yeah, she lost that one. Stadium Chili's because of do this you dumb be manager. A waiter? Yeah. Or do you want Chili's, I could have been the best manager you ever had. You don't know. You'll never know now. <laughs> she made that decision for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I hope yeah. you feel it. I would have been like, is this a serious question? Because. Yeah. You're not gonna so yeah. answer. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck it." But, but but for me, like I um, as always, I like I try to get on every set that I possibly can. So like doing anything I can on the set, acting, shooting, whatever right, it is. There's not a lot of that here. No, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of filmmaking, quality filmmaking here. And there's not a lot of uh, potential opportunity from commercial work because it's all fucking union and done yep. by private studios. Yep, Blue Water Media. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I know a couple people that do lo- like local like commercials like yeah. I, I just can't break into that because you know yeah not a lot of people are actually spending money on commercials because they don't have anywhere to put it no one watches tv anymore like they'll put it on youtube and facebook but other yeah. than that it's well, yeah. like where it's do you put your your commercials yeah nowhere. like radio yeah 102.5 i, I, I don't even <laughs> the only thing i listen to. i don't even have anything for a radio no, i don't even have a radio receiver anywhere mm-hmm. like what do i use for a radio receiver i do spotify pandora like yeah what do you, like and who's advertising on that like I don't know. Like commercial work Kevin is just. Hart. Yeah, I love Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart's everywhere, I and mean, he just promotes his podcast. Yeah. On Pandora. Uh, uh, I want to shift gears a little bit. We haven't oh. talked about you were on season two of Stranger Things. I was, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Seeing a local guy. Yeah. Make it in the. In Dude, the, I got a lot of shit for that. So what? A lot of um, shit. Yeah. How was the How was the experience working on that? Fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the best thing in my life. Outside of sorority, it's the best thing of my life. And my children, but I'm not talking about that, sweetie. I'm talking about film right now. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was. I met everybody. Uh, they were uh, the Duffer Brothers, which is great. I think they were a little annoyed by me because I was always being stupid. Uh, <laughs> I had a good time with Paul Reiser. Mm. Uh, you know, um, Dustin uh, Gatton, cool kid. I talked to him quite a bit, and I talked to uh, Flint. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? I can't remember his name. But I talked to him outside, I don't know, for like an hour one day. We were waiting on the, you know, because we were dual shooting the scenes where uh, she's running through the hallways and we're running through the hallways. It's all the same fucking place, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. we'd wait for a minute and they'd go shoot and we'd come in and we'd shoot and they'd come in, you know, whatever. Uh, See, that Chris, organization. Is it a lot different <laughs> working on a, a series as opposed to a movie? Like, is it a lot different? or is it Nah, to me it was the same, same thing. Longer, it's just yeah. a different, I'm just in a scene. Like, how long does it take to shoot a, like a 10-episode series? I, dude, I was there off and on, I don't know, weeks, weeks. I'd go up there for eight days or so, come back, go back up there. The crazy thing was is I'd go up there... Sometimes I wasn't used at all. Right. I'd be in the hotel for four days, and then they'd be like, "All right, we'll come back next Tuesday." Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no problem. I mean, it's just—it's crazy you. to me because you know we know how hard it is to make a feature film, yeah. and they're basically making five feature films. Yeah, you know, all eight. at the same time, and if they're doing eight know. episodes, yeah, eight. 
But it's cool, man. It was really, it was a really great experience, and it was, it was fun. And the Duffer Brothers are cool, and they walked like the the best part was, I I think that the food. No, well, yes. <laughs> Steak, prime oh. rib, lobster. T- I'm not take notes, Chris. Take there notes, Chris. There was a trailer. <laughs> there was a the crafty trailer was as wide as this room and a trailer long and there was counters and sinks and refrigerators and it was drawers of whatever you want open up the top drawer all candy bars every candy bar you can think of next drawer every pack of gum you can think of that's amazing third drawer every kind of kit kat there was whatever the fuck it was (laughs) Mm, it was all dude it was insane you take whatever you want So, what blew my mind is the professionalism of guys like Paul Reiser and the Duffer Brothers. Mm -hmm. Because I come out of my trailer uh, to go get a cup of coffee in the craft trailer. Crafty breakfast hadn't been set up yet. Mm -hmm. But it's like 5 a.m. But the trailer's there, and it's got coffee and shit inside. So I'm walking across the lot, and here comes Paul Reiser. And he knew me by name. He's like, Joe. I was like, Paul, Mr. Reiser? <laughs> Why do you know my name? And he's like, Paul. And I was like, how do you know my name? He's like, I always do. I have one thing. Hmm. And I was like, that's fucking great. That's cool. That's cool. And then. Uh, it's funny because you think people on that level would be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about this guy. Yeah. Type of thing. You yeah. Know? And dude, when you actually when we got in the meet scene, them and realize that they're really cool that you're like well when we got into the scene and shit he and i started playing around a little bit they had to pull us back because <laughs> he's a comedian so yeah, am yeah. i yeah we're very he's naturally in and we're, our improv is like we had the whole fucking place laughing. right you know what i mean like we had a whole bit we were gonna do with the microphone and shit that they didn't want us to you know what i mean like it was funny i was gonna grab it and he was gonna take it from me and i grab it back from him and shit and, yeah that kind of dumb shit <laughs> So you annoyed the Duffer Brothers. So well, funny. Is that why they killed you off? No, well, maybe. Uh, but I remember standing there, and I was talking to Paul. I don't want to tell this story all the way. I'll tell half of the story. So after he doesn't shake my hand, Paul Reiser walks up, and he's like, what's up, Joe? And I was like, hey, what's going on, Paul? And uh, we're kind of standing there, and the, this door opens up behind me, and it's big. It's like a submarine door. You have to step over it and uh-huh. up down. Oh, wow. Okay, it's to seal the room, the studio office noise. Yeah. Right? I turn around, it's both the Duffer Brothers. And I was like, you know, fucking, uh, ah, look at them nerds. <laughs> and uh, they walked in, they're like, what's up, Joe? And I was like, what's up, guys? You know, I went up, and I, like, fucking was just me to them, uh-huh. you know, and they're very closed off. And uh, the dude that didn't shake my hand, you know, I kind of just looked back at him was like, and then I just went and sat down, you know, because yeah. we all had a scene coming up together. All right. Then he shook me. Yeah, but uh, you know, see how things change. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, at your level, you're still a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Good to meet you. Uh, and you didn't say his name. I didn't. <laughs> he knows who he is. Yeah. Hellboy, son. I'll get it after the show. <laughs> we'll talk about it next just, week. Just a little punch. Hellboy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> So you got anything in the works like, uh, coming up? I do, man. I do. We uh, we started. We, this is the fortunate thing uh, that is trying the culmination of things to come. Uh, 
we got another movie going called Attack of the Fish People. Mm. It's another horror comedy. Sorority Dance, very horror comedy. Uh, raunchy, very funny moments, I feel. Maybe not. Depends on, I don't know, but how the audience sees it. Uh, you know, so there's just these great little moments in Sorority. Attack of the Fish People has a lot of these. I love horror. I love horror. And I love comedy. Um, come with me to the little lobotomy. Uh... <laughs> That's, that's in this year, right? Lobotomy? Yeah. That was going to be my very first movie. It was going to be called Teenage Lobotomy. Oh, yep. man. We talked about that. Got guy. a script and everything. Yep. I just never fucking made it. I was just sitting there. Just drill them right up through their nose? Yeah, I would drill them in their... In their... Uh, wasn't there the Brain Jack? What was that about? Whose was that? That was Brain Jack. Andy that was um, Andy Lolino, Rock Grant. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... So, uh... <laughs> what was I talking about? Lobotomies, no, fish, fish people. people. Oh, fish <laughs> people. Attack of the Fish People, we start shooting in September uh, in Vegas. Nice. It's, uh, it's a creature feature, horror comedy. It's a lot like... Fish people? Is it like based around water? No. Oh, it's in the desert. Okay. I was going to say, it's like it's a desert. There's no water around there. No, but why do you need <laughs> desert? I mean, why do you need water to have like metabolized fish people walking on that? Right. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so... You know, maybe it's not fish people. Maybe they're really aliens. We don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so they look a lot like fish people, though. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's it's a lot like, uh, I want to say, I don't know, uh, Critters, you know, meets Tremors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, it's, Speaking of Tremors, Nick Benson's out there in Vegas. <laughs> uh, maybe. Special not, effects? Yeah. Oh, no, Roy, man. Roy's my dude, uh, Roy Kinnear. Yeah. Uh, we're partners on this, too. He co-directed Sorority with me. We're co-directing Attack of the Fish People. His company's handling all the effects, and I'm doing all the production side. you know Nick Benson? No. We I had him on a show Yeah, he did Tremors. Weeks ago. The original Tremors. Tremors. Oh, nice. He's yeah. made the and he's got, and stuff. he's got, yeah. and right outside Vegas, he's got a horror, no, it's a, is it a horror museum? It's a museum, yeah. Yeah, it, well, he's got a museum with all this cool horror shit. Yeah. Right knows, outside sorry. of Vegas. Yeah. I'm sure Roy knows him. Um, yeah, it's right outside of Vegas. Yeah, I've been wanting to go there. So yeah. They said it's really huge. Cool. He said it was like 10,000 square feet or something like that. Oh, that's oh cool. yeah. I yeah, never saw it. Roy didn't take Well, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> he didn't take me there. Uh, take, t- n- next date. Next yeah, date. So, so, uh, <laughs> so the movie's set in this little town in the middle of nowhere, and uh, some fucking shit breaks out, and you know people are trying to stay alive and not get turned into fish people. Sounds hmm. fun. A lot, of ac- a lot of funny action, a lot of gory moments have you cashed for it yet uh no, no. we haven't Ooh. really done anything we we brought well there's some people we reached out to who we know we want in it sarah uh scripts all done yeah so you write a lot right yeah like how many scripts do you have just like sitting there that haven't been made well i i've i'm rounding up to 45 scripts right <laughs> uh mm-hmm. i've shot i've turned about eight of my own scripts into features and so that leaves however 45 minus 8 is. 20, hmm. nope. 37. Thank you. <laughs> so that's 37 scripts. <laughs> Plus I'm working on two more that I just thought thought of. And then I thought of a new one today while I was sitting in the Starbucks drive-thru. Do you have plans to look, do, do you like trim out which ones you think are, are doable? or? Yeah. Yeah, like you yeah. have different levels of yeah. script. Like these yeah. are going to be ten million dollars. Yeah, that's like why there's certain ones. I, I just it's my cascading. Like it's basically like need not dough. 
Right. Now, don't make it a movie. Do you have um, movies that are priorities? Do you have ones that are priorities? No. Mm. I didn't. We're, we're Roy and I, our team now, uh, which is called Blood Brothers nice. Productions, uh, along with Soda Effects and Regular Studios, we we are now rolling out a new platform uh, that we hope works. And if that works, then the next series of films that we're doing is I have a World War II film called Unit 66, and then uh, I have a, a very similar along the same lines, a 1950s crime noir movie. Mm-hmm. Where our, our hero is from World War Two, so if we can keep doing this pattern, we that those will be our next two features, mm. uh, and then hopefully in the magic world that my this all this makes sense and works, maybe we'll circle back around and do Sorority Two or Attack of the Fish People Two, right. uh, you know, or maybe we just keep moving forward, mm. and you know, eventually my ultimate goal I have a movie called Bloodbath, which is a, a werewolf film. That's basically pretty much like Attack of the Fish. Not enough werewolf movies. There isn't. Uh, and it's this this rural town uh, gets spot on by a pack of werewolves, and they're like, we're going to fuck up this whole town tonight. Nice. <laughs> and they basically <laughs> fuck up this whole town. And that's my ultimate movie I'd love to do, but that's I feel that's going to be like $10 million. Yeah. I'm not there yet, man. I'm not there yet. I, I'm yeah. just barely touching a million. And, you know... We'll see what happens, man. Maybe I'll get to a real, you know, two million dollar movie one day and do something spectacular. But if not, man, I'm happy at the, you know, million dollar mark. I'll just keep doing that. Maybe make three million a movie or something. I, right. I'm not trying to be a billionaire. I'm trying to be successful. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, me. Living, yeah. I, I just want to be comfortable. That's all. Yeah, I, I have I, no I desire to be ultra rich. Ultra rich. I want my kids <laughs> to be happy, man. Yeah. I don't want me is I'm like I. I, I just want to pay my bills. Fuck. Yeah, pay, pay my, my bills, bills relax. Extra money. I don't want to yeah. stress about it. Don't want to stress about money about my bills. I told, I, that's a perfect life for me. Not having to stress about money or bills and just relax. Yeah. I grew up in trailers and on food stamps and shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want. That's why I was out by a sophomore. I don't want that for my. I don't want my kids to have not. that. I don't want them to. Yeah. You know, but is it good to know that? Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah, well, it formed you. It, it yeah. made you the person that you are today. Like yeah. makes I've you. I've noticed that a lot of people when they're poor when they're young are very successful because they don't want to fucking live like that and they yeah. do whatever it is that they have to do to yeah i'm not successful like yet and they're not <laughs> but we're not we're also not uh fragrant with our money i don't know if that means the right what i wanted to say frugal no we're frugal yeah because we didn't have money kind of we're not gonna yeah. go fucking blow a bunch of money on stupid shit right because we, we don't but people who kind of like are born into it and don't understand right. that you know, not everybody drives a Corvette to school. You know, right, like, right. they're the ones who end up broke as shit at, like, 60. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I grew up very poor, which is why I work so much as I do. Like, Chris will tell you, like, I work literally, like, seven days a week. <laughs> literally. Yeah, when I met this guy, he's like, yeah, I want to make a fucking TV show, and I'm going to build all these sets in the warehouse and all this shit. And he's like, yeah, but I work, like, 80 hours a week. I'm I like, do. When the fuck are you going to build sets? Yeah, I, like, dude, my warehouse is not done yet. Like, the, like the, I'll show you the warehouse after the show. Like, I literally... When I was doing 100 <laughs> tiers, man, I worked full-time at right. Chili's. I would come from sets sometimes directly to... Chili's. Yeah. Right. And work two shifts or a double shift on a Friday to go back to shoot Saturday. Yeah. And not sleep for three days. Got, and I did that takes. shift for like yep. months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said Experiment we, seven is nightfalls. I had jobs when we made those yeah. movies. Like, I got off at 4 a.m. last night. Well, six hours, seven hours ago. Like, yeah. literally, um, that's when I got off work. And look where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> 
So like I said, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. This is, you know, I, I just yeah, love the industry. Week, I'm pounding on the fucking door. I'm like, hey, dude. I was dead. going to be on like 10 minutes. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I was sleeping. sleeping. I was in bed. I was knocked Get your out. ass up. But we got up. I got up. I got up. It was good. It was a good show. So, yeah. So, anyway, so that's attacking the fish people. <laughs> nice. So, Small town attacked by fish people. Hey, you said shooting in September? Yeah, in Vegas. A little, little ghost town called Nelson. Nice. Nelson. Yeah. That's cool. Nelson. We'll have uh we'll have everything solidified for that uh tomorrow. Nice. Uh, contractually through lawyers and shit. Oh, yeah. It takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. It takes forever, dude. But I love my lawyer, Andrew Marcella. Uh <laughs> he's great. Andrew Marcella. I, I definitely need an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. Definitely. Well my lawyer's great. He's he, I I work with him for like real estate stuff, but yeah. That's nor here nor there. Right. Oh man. <laughs> but he's local. He lives like uh, a mile from here. <laughs> That's well. That's what you need, man. Yeah. I, well, I need an attendant lawyer, and he's badass, dude. He yeah. he went to battle for me. Nice. Yeah. He was like, I'll go make sure none of this, none of these people work again. Is what basically what he said. Yeah. That that person that fucked you in yeah Sarasota. Oh, yeah. Done. Uh, you're done. Fuck? You don't know it yet. You don't know what's coming, but you're done. <laughs> the future is written for you. It's like are you? You're dead. You're yeah. dead. Yeah. I hope you have an alternate timeline you can use a tesseract to get into. Like, yeah, Loki. With a horse head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a whole fucking horse on top of it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so that's Attack of the Fish. We start shooting in September. Uh, you know, Sorority to be polished up before we start shooting. It'll be done, ready to go. Uh, you know, and then from, I don't know where we're doing from there, man. I might come if I stay here. I'm gonna probably shoot a second season of South of Central. Nice, awesome. But Where is that? That? that's just on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I'll do that locally. You know, do that in St. Pete and stuff, mm-hmm. and it'll be fun, man. I'll I'll get uh, you know, my good old buddy Dan Baranza back up to help me. You know, Dan. Yeah, yeah. He's really dude. I've known him a long time. He's a really great guy. Uh, super technical. He's way more technical than I am. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, he starts talking. I'm like Dan. I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't care, man. It's Just funny because I shoot, but I'm not like a gearhead. Like, yeah. I don't know a lot, a yeah. lot about cameras and stuff. Well, I'm like, hey, I heard also this read the room. Let's shoot. Like, I don't care about what's in it. Right. <laughs> like, what does it do? Okay. Right. Yeah. To yeah. me, I'm like, all the cameras shoot pretty good. <laughs> like, if you have a 4K camera, yeah, it shoots good. I think you about have cameras lighting. the way a, a, a DP probably thinks about a script. Like, I don't care what's in it. What are we shooting? Right. It's a tool. Like, what are they saying? Yeah. It's a tool. You know? That's and, how I feel. Uh, it's the same way. You know, I like, feel like lighting's way more important than the camera. like, no, nah, man, it's got three CCD chip. It's an 8K. Yeah. With a, uh, you can look at the mood with it. All right. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, cool. But I just everybody's going to be watching this shit right on their here. phone, so who cares? Yeah. 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 I just <laughs> need this scene right here today. Are we going to get to that anytime <laughs> soon? Now, when you when you're doing uh, in development, do you, are you in the editing room when they're editing the movie, or no? I step away, yeah, and then I'll I'll um, they deliver what's known as a reel. Yep, right. So we'll get a reel. I'll look at it and make my notes, and then because we're in our co-directing, so usually so you I'll, wait till the whole thing's finished. Just a reel. Are you no just, sections. Clips. We're getting five reel. Like for sorority, we're getting five reels, hmm. which is just how he clipped the movie. Right. So we've already got the first three reels. I just got the fourth reel while I was sitting here. Uh, so that gives him one more reel to do, and then that'll be the finished movie. Nice. Now, now uh, do you choose the color grading too? No, like, no, no, no. Okay. No, no. So what I'm like, we have Nelson Torres editing Sorority. He's amazing. He's 
done all the Sean Cunningham stuff. He's been mm-hmm. in the industry a long time. His sister is Christina Torres, who's a head writer for uh, SVU. Right? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so they're really cool people, man. Um, so I, I don't do anything other than make my notes. Be like, oh, uh, you know, I like this when she said this line. You know, it's not in there. Let's put that line in there or mm-hmm. let's cut from that. Uh, you know, let's do a better wipe or whatever. I don't know what I said. Whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... And then he's like, you're an idiot, shut up. And I'm like, okay. And then he sends it back. Uh, once all that's done, then we'll look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably go back to L.A. I'll sit with Roy and him, and we'll all make our notes, and then we'll lock it. It'll probably be locked within the next, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And do you cut a trailer after everything's finished? We still need visuals. We still got two months' worth of visuals. Right. It goes to vis- it's supposed to go to visuals on July 1st. So you need the whole thing to be finished yeah. before you even think about cutting the trailer. Yeah. Mm. So it'll we'll finish up now, you know, this next week or so, and it'll go to visuals, and then we, we move into pre-production for Attack of the Fish People. Nice. And then I'll be in L.A. for that, so I can run right over to the visual company, right? Uh, which is Brothers Ugly, and uh, just look at what they're doing, whatever we want. That's what I was doing when I was in L.A. I run over to Nelson's. Look, but I don't have any edits for him because the guy's a genius. Yeah. So, you know, he'd be like, what do you think? I'd be like, I don't know anything now because <laughs> it looks great to me, but I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, am I right? You Isn't know, funny? Like, when you look at something, you're like, man, that looks amazing. And then someone else is like, that looks like shit. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, what? I'm it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit. So, I, yeah. So, th- I'm hoping... Uh, that our plan works in the future here, the next very few months. Mm. You know, that's what we all hope for. We all hope yeah. for the best. So hopefully, March of twenty twenty two, we'll have a release. That's mm. the goal. Super cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Stay busy. Yep. On Anything that, else you want to talk about? I don't know, man. I love I love Felissa and uh, <laughs> I had a fucking amazing time and. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, thanks oh, for coming. We absolutely. Yeah. Oh, with that said, thank you everybody for Killer Collab Podcast for joining us. And Joe Davison, thank you for Bye. joining us, Killer Collab. And as always, Chris Leto from Reaper Films. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Reaper Films. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, Bye, like, guys. subscribe, hit the bell. Bye. Bye. Bye.